Martin! Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! And welcome to Jobber Talk. My name is Martin and this is the PWR Revolution X 2019 review of Jobber Talk. And let's start off with a pre-show match. One of the biggest pre-show matches we've had in recent memory by PWR. And it was for the number one contendership of the All Out War Championship. As well as Capitan Tutan's dick pic. And it includes Capitan Tutan. Kalinueva, Rhetoric Mahaba, Rever Ranger, Bolt, Brad Cruz, Joey Bax, Jay Sarah, and two surprise entrances, which were Gatilio, formerly Samoan Papa, and Zayden Trudeau, who made his return and got a huge ovation from the Revon Nason when he entered ringside. And speaking of the pops and the ovations, man, just from the start of this match and throughout this battle royale the crowd was already wild and let's just say that's how all of us got tired midway because we were all popping for every awesome thing we saw in that ring from 2 p.m to nearly 7 30 p.m that evening man and it started here just from the pre-show itself everything was already amazing the final four of this match were Zayden Trudeau Cali Nueva, Rever Ranger, and Capitan Tutan himself. Like, there was an awesome exchange of 450s in this match with Cali Nueva delivering a 450 on the top rope on Tutan, while Zayden Trudeau delivered a springboard 450 on the Rever Ranger. However, it will be Tutan and Cali Nueva being the final two people in that ring. When Kali Nueva eliminated both Rever Ranger and Zayden Trudeau who were on the apron trying to eliminate each other. So that's how they got eliminated. Kali Nueva almost got eliminated but he pulled out the cell phone containing Capitan Tutan's dick pic and tried to threaten Tutan with it saying that he'll upload it if he touches him. But Tutan said, nope, not gonna happen. Grabs that cell phone and finally vanquished the evil foe that was Kali Nueva in this match and Capitan Tutan won not only his dick pics back but also the number one contendership for the AOW title the all out warla title by the way uh, speaking of this match man it was awesome to see Gatilio he was steamrolling through the competition and then he went toe to toe with Mahaba who proved to be his you know, elimination. And speaking of Mahaba, it took almost everyone in that match just to eliminate him before he got eliminated by uh, Zayden Trudeau. Yeah. And speaking of Trudeau, it was good to see him back. And the one who eliminated him was Kali Nueva. May I add that Kali Nueva's entrance tire is so lit. I love it, man. Now let's go on to the next match. It's Robin who was wearing, I think, Jemmerlin's stolen tutu, versus Jemmerlin with her brand new tutu. So I was saying, how dare you uh, steal Jemmerlin's tutu? Oh, wait, she has a new tutu. Never mind, keep that tutu. Yeah. But yeah, tutu aside, Jemmerlin was so mad that she kept taking down Robin from the get-go once the bell rang. 
Jemmerlin kept locking submissions on Robin trying to disarm her. The end saw a cutter or an RKO out of nowhere by Robin from the top rope on Jemmerlin and she got the pinfall victory. Now the next match would be a six-man tag team match featuring the endgame of Jani Vander, Super Nintendo, and The Apocalypse taking on the network. James Idol Martinez, Alexander Belmonte III, and reportedly Chino Ginto. But before the match started, Chino Ginto announced that he has a last-minute replacement, and it would be a man named Sam Baltazar who will take his place in this matchup. And before the match started, let me just say I liked how they had their entrance. Imagine the first few seconds of High Tension, the ending song of Slam Dunk, the anime, added in the usual network intro. And that's what we got. Uh, that was a nice twister. It's like a nice Revo X entrance by the network. What can we say about the new guy named Sam Baltazar? Well, from... What Chino said, he came from the City of Pines, so from Baguio City, Sam Baltazar. And this guy was high-flying. He even pulled off an amazing senton bomb from the top rope before the match ended. However, it didn't help the network in the end because even though they were on top of their game the first few seconds, hell, they did a 3-on-1 assault on Jan Evander after they cleared out the ring. Um, let's just say the odds were just stacked against them. Because after he delivered a swanton on Vintendo, he pinned Vintendo, but Jani Vander breaks the pin. However, everything turned south for Sam Baltazar as the endgame delivered a 3-on-1 combination move to pin him, and the endgame gets the victory over the network. And that said, it was the endgame winning and Alexander Belmonte III is out of the network and will now be a member of the endgame. So after the match, a frustrated AB3 was about to attack Sam, but Chino enters the ring and breaks up that attempt. They tried to calm down Alexander Belmonte III, but he walked out of the network and left ringside. And a few seconds later, it would be the endgame. Now, it's sad to see that AB3 is gone from the network, but we got a new guy in Sam Baltazar, and I can't wait to see more of this guy, because he seems to have a bright future ahead of him, just like Gatilio, who was in the pre-show match. And speaking of that pre-show match, remember, there's still that title online. That's the All-Out War Championship with Martivo defending the title versus the former AOW champion, Dada. Now, this match was interesting because Dax tried to get the advantage by tossing in a lot of weapons inside the ring to start off the match. And he escapes. Well, he tried to escape with the AOW belt, but Martivo chases him at ringside and attacks him back into the ring. Oh, sorry, that it should be in past tense because it just happened like a few days ago. But you know what I mean? There are some corner butt bumps on Dax by Martivo. And that's where he locked Dax on the corner before he came back and used a long feather to tickle Dax on the corner. 
while Dax was stuck in the corner. Martivo delivered a twerk face on his opponent. And he tried to do another one, but Dax bit him there. Yikes. So yeah, Martivo was on the outside and he delivered a blow dryer, but not a smack on it. But he trapped Dax on the chair and gave him a makeover with a blow dryer and some powder on the face of his challenger. And then there was some funny accent as well inside the ring where he used a fly swatter to twack Dax around. Well, Dax came back fighting with a sling blade, baby. Well, there's a drop kick through the Orican on Martivo by Dax. He faked us out by trying to go for a coast to coast, but said, nah, screw this. Went near the corner and Dax delivers the Orican thing. He hits the Baleta driver on the all-out war champion, but it was just a two count. The match ended when Martivo used the chain while applying a submission move on Dax. And Dax started to tap out. And Pac Ganern, all-out warla champion parin, see Martivo. And congrats Martivo on a very successful championship defense against Dax. Our next match featured Alexis Lee from Singapore Pro Wrestling making her return in the Philippines after three years versus PWR's own Queen of Philippine Wrestling, Crystal. Now this has been a feud not just inside the Philippines but across Southeast Asia as a few days before it was Crystal versus Alexis Lee versus Riho outside the country and it was at SPW's Atonement. And let's just say both of them wanted to get at each other yet again here at Revo X. It was Alexis Lee with the early offense stomping down on Crystal, punishing her with some kicks, grounding her in the middle of the ring with some holds. And even when Crystal was doing the splits, my God, she delivered a nasty kick on the Queen, baby. But at one point, Crystal fought back, hit some hard clotheslines on the, you know, Lion City hit girl Alexis Lee. Sends Alexis Lee to the corner. She's down there. Crystal with a broski boot. And the ending was also near and clear. But at one point, Alexis Lee got the control yet again. Grabs her belt outside the ring. She was trying to hit Crystal with it, but the referee told her not to. Well, shoved the referee away. Tried to hit Crystal with a belt, but Crystal avoided it. And Crystal hit her with a huge boot to the face of Alexis Lee. One, two, three. Because, well, the boot to the face was actually a kick to the belt, so... It kind of ricocheted off the hands of Alexis Lee and BAM! The belt hit her face. She's down. Crystal pins her 1, 2, 3 and that was a short and sweet victory for our Queen of PH Wrestling. And she's now got one victory up on Alexis Lee. And I hope Miss Lee returns here in PWR to get even. Because this is a very, very interesting feud they've got going on for the past few months. Heck, may I even say year.
And now let's go on to another interesting match for Revolution X. And it was the six-way tag team match. It was Trin De La Torre and Evan Carlo, the Naughty Boys, taking on the Kaka Ebros, who, by the way, have some awesome, awesome new track for their intro. Marky and Kendrick taking on the PWR tag team champion, Johan and Logan Olioras, the YOLO twins. In a Bantai Salakai match. So what's a Bantai Salakai match? Basically, three competitors. One per each team start off. So it's like a three-way match. And after a few seconds, another competitor from a random team comes up and enters the ring. Now once all six competitors are in the ring, they can finally pin or submit one of their opponents to win. Alright? Kind of easy to understand, right? No? Well, I'm sorry. Too bad. You check out the PWR Facebook page for more details on this match. And this was very exciting. Because to start off, it was Trin De La Torre versus Logan Olioris versus Marky. And Logan delivers a nice Hurricane Rana on the Kakaibro Marky. Trin De La Torre hits a second rope axe handle on Marky as well. And it would be TDT versus Marky until... Johan pops up and it was the YOLO twins double teaming TDT and Marky of the Kakai Bros. Now TDT is sent crashing to the steel steps by the twins. And speaking of TDT's partner, he was up next and it was Evan Carlo taking down Logan, then taking down Marky. TDT and ECX corner the twins and Marky on one corner and started to do the punch on all three of them. Did I get that Jojo reference right? So with ECX in, with Johan Olioris in, surely we'd know that the next guy would be Kendrick. And guess who figured that out too? The YOLO twins. Now, since the YOLO twins saw Kendrick stuck there, they started to pounce on him. They attacked him and they sent him down way before Kendrick was officially back in the ring. Now, poor Kendrick, because that was a double super kick by the twins. And everyone tried to pin Kendrick once he was in the ring officially. Heck, including Marky, so they could you know, get the fast win. But I'm sorry, Marky, uh, they were too smart for you too that time. It would momentarily be the twins taking on the Naughty Boys in the ring before Kendrick gets up and takes out all four men. There was a worm attack on Johan by the Kaka Ebros. And at one point, Marky flies off on everyone at the outside of the ring. And this is where uh, another scary dive happened in this match because ECX also dove but I couldn't see it there but from where we were we heard a lot and oh god um the guys who were at the front who saw him land said it was very scary but as of this recording I heard he's a-okay he's just fine but he's still worried I hope he's really okay you know no have that check and shares. Uh, really hope he's fine. Hope you're fine, man, if you're listening. And yes, um, let's see now. So after he dove off, 
on TDT, Marky and Johan. It would be Logan flying off with a moonsault. So while everyone was down, Johan enters the ring and gets the mic, calls Jemmerlin for a confession. He kneels down before he stands up and said he has the biggest cross on Jemmerlin. He's a nice guy, not like Kendrick. He tries to kiss Jemmerlin but pushes him away. Johan got irritated and slaps Jemmerlin. Kendrick got in and Jemmerlin had to choose. Sadly for Johan, Jemmerlin chose Kendrick and both of them attack Johan. Heck, both of them did the Uwa and speared the Yolo twins. Logan got slammed by Kendrick. ECX came back and spine bustered Kendrick. Marky breaks a double team though by ECX and TDT. And they grab TDT for a double T move by the Kaka Ebros. And the Kaka Ebros got their first PWR Tag Team Championship win after pinning their opponents. And yes, if you're counting, the Kaka Ebros are now 2-0 at Revolution X. Now after the match, it was Kendrick, surprisingly, who got the mic this time. He first thanked Potch, thanked the Revo Nation and the Bro Nation, and finally they thanked their friends. So uh, it was a very nice sight to see the Kaka Ebros, Trian, and Evan in that ring. And they were hugging each other out like... You know, you know those guys were friends and it, I'm so happy for them. But the next few minutes was very, very nice because Marky, well, fine. Kendrick introduced everyone to Marky's girlfriend, Sarah, who they asked to enter the ring because Marky was going to ask her something. And he asked Sarah if she wanted to marry him. And yep, she said yes. And everyone in the Rebel Nation felt the colleague. And yeah, congratulations to Marky of the Kaka Ebros and to your, you know, your wife-to-be for the engagement. And man, this is like, it's been a long time since this happened. Because I think the last time this happened was way back at MCS. Like the very first Renaissance, 2014. And... Now seeing this brings you know brings a smile to my face and warms the heart so after that we had a short break and after the break we had one exciting matchup between Jake DeLeon with Bombay Suarez on his side taking on King Kupal himself Mike Madrigal now this stemmed I think that time when Mike Madrigal assaulted Bombay Suarez at Cucina de Paulina, it's on the second floor, HC's Food Park at Quezon City. Check it out on Facebook, I'll put it out on the links below. And yes, after he beat up JDL's friend, of course Jake DeLeon got pissed off and challenged them to a match. But sadly, Mike Madrigal backed out on it the show before, but now it's Revolution X, and he put up the stakes that if... He were to lose if Jake De Leon, the Senorito Mr. Philippine Wrestling, were to lose, he would retire and leave Philippine Wrestling Revolution. So with that odd stacked on the Senorito, of course Mike Madrigal would not pass this up and he'd accepted this match that easy, baby. Cause he was so confident that he would beat the Senorito in this one on one match. So, 
this match inside the ring it was Jake DeLeon and Mike Madrigal and the tension was high and both men punched it out to start the match there were actually Kupal chants in the crowd while this was happening when the match started off in the first few goings and it annoyed Mike Madrigal and it just helped JDL get the advantage as he focused on Madrigal's arm with some kicks to the arm and some stomps on the arm and he delivered an early armbar on Madrigal but King Kupal reached the ropes just to break said armbar. Mike Madrigal avoids the splash but it was just JDL faking out and it was JDL who delivers a handspring on the apron landed on the outside and Senorito kicks the hell out of Mike Madrigal outside the ring. Back inside the ring Madrigal got locked in the Inasal lock early on but he converted that into a pin and got a two count and that's when a very very interesting chant of two pal get it kupal and number two uh, that was kind of clever by the way at this point mike madrigal grounds jdl delivers a huge spear through the ropes for two there's an attempt for the go to sleep but it was avoided a leap and drop attempt but it was also you know avoided by mike madrigal jdl though with a huge clothesline on madrigal delivers three hard clotheslines on the corner and finishes it off with a cannonball on his opponent and then jdl bounces off the ropes delivers the payroll on mike madrigal afterwards madrigal retreats and JDL delivers a flip off the ropes while his opponent was outside. A leap and drop but it was converted into a roll up by Mike Madrigal. There was a GTS but JDL counters. However, Mike Madrigal delivers a powerbomb on JDL but only gets a two count. Madrigal grabs JDL, delivers the go to sleep but again another two count. The referee is down and it gives Bombay Suarez the time to enter the ring and delivers the kick of the day to Mike Madrigal. JDL grabs Madrigal, hits the leap and drop, but it's just the count of two. Madrigal dives on Bombay on the outside and then this sends JDL to the outside. JDL da drives Mike Madrigal back first on the quarter post and delivers two straight a leap and drops as they return in the ring but it only gives him another two count there's an inner lock on mike madrigal but he converts it into a near death experience but he only gets a two count on jdl finally there's a gts attempt but there jake de leon was for an inner lock Mike Madrigal tries to fight it off but eventually he succumbs to the stronghold of Jake DeLeon. He does not answer the referee's three count and JDL wins via submission. After the match, Madrigal leaves the ring after refusing a handshake. Now the next match, it's MSG with Mr. C on their corner. It's Sandata and Main Max, of course, taking on Ken Warren and Chris Panzer, who are now known as the Gym Selfie Daddies. That's MSG versus the GSD. 
at Revolution X and my goodness that entrance by MS oh wait I'm sorry by the GSD it was all tie-dye it was so 80s it was so pumping with testosterone daddy you know daddy we're so pumped up daddy now we're doing selfies inside a ring in the middle of the ring so much that at one point main max got a bit jealous and went in and photobombed one selfie Speaking of Main Max, I like his new gear. Pretty awesome. And it would be Panzer and Main Max starting the match. But it would be the gym selfie that he's in control of the early going. Tagging in and tagging out. Delivering a double axe handle on the arm of Main Max each time they tag in. Daddy. Warren gets tagged in yet again. And Panzer and Warren attack Max at the corner. But it would be Main Max taking down Ken Warren in the corner. And soon enough, it would be Panzer versus Max yet again, with Main Max using his strength to overpower the Motor City Angel, Chris Panzer. Main Max locked in a headlock on Panzer, only for Panzer to escape, only to get headlocked in again. At this point, Mr. C trips Chris Panzer. Max with a huge suplex for the count of two. Sandata gets in, delivers a splash on Panzer. Delivers all the punches on the face of Papa Panzer. My goodness, please, not the face. But he said, Lahat Samoka. And that was some facial destruction by Sandata on Chris Panzer. And at this point in the match, it would be MSG tagging in and out. Because after Chris Panzer tagged out to Ken Warren, it would be Sandata and Main Max cutting the ring in half. And... Delivering a sinister beating on the social media sinister himself. At one point though, we thought that Main Max would tag in Panzer, but we forgot that Main Max was, you know, Sandata's partner. So I'm sorry, Panzer, you can't get in. But eventually Chris Panzer does get the hot tag. Panzer and Kenwa deliver a double splash on Main Max for two. Panzer and Ken Warren start a Hulk up. And then they started to point at you. Sadly, Max stuck them down with a double shoulder charge. And for some reason, it was Sandata wrongly pinning someone because the referee wasn't allowing him to pin the wrong guy. And Mr. C was so pissed on the ref. At this point, there's a double team by MSG on Chris Panzer, but Kenwa breaks the pin. Kenwa gets in, but it's splatted by Max. Main Max downs Panzer. Ken Warren delivers a knee strike on Main Max. There's still a two-on-one assault going on. It's Main Max getting hit by a double suplex by the gym selfie daddies. There's a GSD chant. And wouldn't you know, double super kick on Main Max. And this time it's Mr. C entering the ring trying to bribe both men with an ampa, but it doesn't work. Because Mr. C is in the middle of the ring. He's cornered and it's Panzer and Ken Warren about to hit him with a double super kick. But apparently this is where everything falls into the hands of MSG. It would be Chris Panzer delivering a super kick to his partner, Ken Warren. He attacks Ken Warren. Panzer delivers a Rainmaker, I guess. And he lets a groggy main Max pin a downed 
Ken Warren for MSG to win this tag team match. And clearly everyone has was shocked. Everyone was devastated by one half of the gym selfie daddies, Daddy Panzer, for betraying Ken Warren. My my God, I, I got confused on this and geez this is something new this time it's gonna be panzer being the bad guy to ken warren who's now apparently the good guy because in their previous rivalry it was panzer being the good guy the baby face and ken warren being the bad guy the heel after the match panzer gets the mic and tells mr c this is your guarantee shakes mr c's hand and all four members of the msg stood tall in that ring over the fallen ken warren i have no idea what's gonna happen next but trust me when i say there's gonna be some fireworks happening on this budding rivalry or in this re-sparked rivalry between chris banger and ken warren for sure man for sure now it's time for the PHX title match featuring PHX champion John Sebastian versus Vlad Sensik versus a former PHX champion in Chino Ginto who, as a matter of fact, had not lost this title but had to vacate the title due to his injury two years ago. So before the match started, there were some introductions and John Sebastian forced Potts to say that He's the sexier half of the co-general managers, he being John Sebastian, and this urged the people to not agree with that, and we chanted Potch is sexy. I'm sorry, John Sebastian. The match started, and John Sebastian shoved both men before those challengers double-teamed on him. Hard chest slaps on John Sebastian by both Chino and Vlad Sensek on the corner. Chino Ginto sends John Sebastian outside the ring so he and Vlad Sensek can go one-on-one -on -one inside the ring and fight it out. Sensek with a hard slap on Chino at the back and Chino fights back against the former AOW champion. John Sebastian sneaks in and attacks Chino Ginto, punches Vlad but there was no effect on that punch. There's a brawl outside by Vlad Sinsek and uh, John Sebastian. And while they were outside, Chino Ginto delivers a baseball slide on Vlad Sinsek. Chino Ginto with a clothesline on Vlad Sinsek. And it's going to be John Sebastian versus Chino Ginto in the ring. There's some John Cena moves by John Sebastian on Chino Ginto. And he does the You Can't See Me but he gets hit by a shoulder block by Vlad Sinsek. And Vlad Sinsek would deliver the similar John Cena moves on his opponent. Chino gets up, grabs one of the opponents, and does the John Cena sequence as well. And with Vlad and John Sebastian both down, he delivers double fist drops on his opponents. The PHX champion is back and he stomps on Vlad Sinsek at the ring corner. And this gives Chino the opening and he took down both men. John Sebastian drops Vlad on Chino's knee. And John Sebastian focuses on the injured leg of Chino Ginto at this point of the match. 
but while he did lock in a figure four, Vlad Sinsek flies off and breaks up the submission hold by John Sebastian. Vlad tries to deliver a muscle buster on John Sebastian and he connects. Chino Ginto breaks the pin. DVD on Chino Ginto, but it's only a two count. Vlad slams Chino on the mat, but John Sebastian stuns Vlad Sinsek outside and re-enters the ring. John Sebastian with a huge neckbreaker move on Chino for two. He again focuses on Chino Ginto's knee and locks in that ankle lock. Chino Ginto escapes though and tries to go for a gold digger stomp, but he misses and John Sebastian delivers the Styles Clash on his opponent while Vlad shoved John Sebastian. Chino delivers the gold digger stomp on John Sebastian and there's a muscle buster. But there's also a Chino Ginto gold digger stomp on Vlad Sinsek after using John Sebastian as a springboard. And finally, speaking of John Sebastian, it would be a Chino Ginto gold digger stomp on the wrestling lord and savior. One, two, three, and Chino Ginto finally gets a hold of his PHX title, the one that he never even lost to via pinfall or submission the last time. He has it back after two years, almost two years of it being gone from his side. Now after the match, it would be the network entering the ring to celebrate with Chino Ginto, but an obvious omission to the network was AB3. But speaking of AB3, in remembrance, I guess, of him, Chino Ginto gives Sam Baltazar the scarf formerly worn by Alexander Belmonte III. Congratulations, Chino Ginto, and this is going to be a new chapter, I guess, of the network with a new member in Sam Baltazar and the departure of Alexander Belmonte III. Now it's time for the main event. It was Quattro versus the PWR champion Ralph Imabayashi in a two out of three false match for the PWR championship. Now the last time these two tangled up for the title was last year, last September 23rd at PWR Live Homefront where we thought Quattro would have won it all but well it was not meant to be. So since that loss in September it took him the path of gold victory just for him to get back here and you know what way before the match started since he's the path of gold winner he has the advantage in a revolution x match because before this match the three past competitors who have won the path of gold jake de leon chris panzer and ken warren have won their pog cash in matches successfully three of those guys went on to claim their respective belts two won the pwr championship and last year we saw ken warren win the phx championship from mike madrigal would this be similar to that will it be four and no or will ralph imabayashi be the one in three in one well the entrances were sweet i kind of like the entrance of uh Ralph Imobayashi. There's like this weird video that played off before 
we were shown the list of victims that he has defeated in the past 490 days of him being a champion here in PWR. And not only were these two in ringside for the main event, but they had some people accompanying them. For Quattro, it was the Naughty Boys members of Trian de la Torre and Grab Camus, while it was the former PWR Tag Team Champions, the YOLO Twins, who were at the side of Ralph Imabayashi. Now, the first fall, it was Quattro backing the champion on the ropes immediately. And they lock up soon enough, and it was Ralph Imabayashi bringing Quattro, the challenger, to the mat and overpowering him with his mat skills. Quattro would escape and he would roll up Ralph for a pinfall attempt, but Ralph escapes at the count of two. He retreats outside the ring for a bit and tries to talk to the twins, but there was Quattro launching himself off the ropes and landing on top of the twins and the PWR campeon Nang Pinas. Both men are back inside the ring and there's another attempt of Quattro rolling Ralph up for the pin but Ralph tries to reverse it and eventually on this very fast exchange of roll-ups, Ralph manages to sneak up the first pinfall via a quick pin on Quattro. So for the first fall, it's Ralph 1 and Quattro 0. Now the second fall... Quattro was just livid and he charged at Ralph on the corner and started punching him. He starts to stomp him down too a few seconds after the referee tried to break things up on the corner. Quattro misses an attack on the corner on the PWR champion and the champion leaves the ringside. Quattro follows him outside the ring and starts to assault the PWR campeon ng Pinas. Quattro with a very hard chest chop on Ralph. The twins try to, you know, separate Ralph from Quattro. They mouth him off. But while this was happening, I think something happened because Camus was also mouthing off on the ref. And it cost him and Trian de la Torre a one-way ticket back to the backstage area. And it was just Quattro on his own corner against Ralph, who still had Johan and Logan on his side back inside the ring we have ralph focusing on the arm of quattro and keeping the challenger grounded on the mat quattro tries to fight back from the holds but ralph just keeps on the assault and keeps him grounded there quattro fights back from the holds but ralph just keeps him grounded with another flurry of holds at one point, Ralph took out his t-shirt and used it to choke Quattro until the referee takes it out of the ring, confiscates it even. Ralph tries to catch Quattro with a Senketsu, but Quattro escapes the deadly attempt of the finisher. Quattro catches Ralph on the corner and delivers a corner backstabber for two. There's a strike exchange in the middle of the ring between Ralph and Quattro before Quattro takes him down with a Spin kick to the head. Quattro is on the apron now and tries to launch himself, but before he could launch himself, he fakes it out so that Ralph would try to deliver a Sonic Rusher when there's no one there to catch in the first place. 
And with that done, Quattro flies off the corner, does something, but he is caught by Ralph and Ralph starts to choke him out on the mat. Quattro rolls out and locks an armbar on the champion, but Ralph cradles him for a count of two. Quattro comes back with a slingshot elbow drop for a two count. Ralph with a key lock on Quattro. He tries to convert it to a power bomb, but Ralph reapplies the same submission hold on the arm of Quattro. Eventually, Quattro does reach the ropes before he would have the urge to tap out. Quattro kicks Ralph, but the champion kicks back. Ralph with a suplex for two. Sonic Crusher? Nope, nope. He was caught, and there's a full Nelson suplex. And another suplex by Quattro just for a two count. Quattro tries to deliver Destino, but it's blocked. And Ralph Imbabiasi hits the Sonic Crusher, but only gets a two count. Ralph suplexes Quattro off the corner, but Ralph is now upside down and stuck on that said corner, leaving him open for a corner dropkick by the challenger. Quattro catches Ralph with a slam. Quattro with a huge sit down powerbomb. One, two, three, and the second fall goes to the Lightbringer. At the start of the third fall, man, Ralph was already exhausted. He kept falling down on the mat. He keeps kicking Ralph, who tries to get the hell up. Eventually, it takes something to wake Ralph up, but before that, Ralph was so limp that the Destino couldn't connect. Quattro grabs the towel from the twins, grabs the water bottle, and actually tries to wake Ralph up by putting the piece of cloth on his head and then pouring the water, as if it's a water torture device just to wake the hell up for the PWR champion. And it's weird because Part of us were booing Quattro, like, what the hell are you doing, Quattro? What, what's gotten into you, man? And the other's like, hey, it, what? I don't know what's going on, but this seems cool. There's a Destino attempt, but it rolls into a Senketsu, but no, wait! Another couple of reversals before a Senketsu was hit. Both men are down after the Senketsu by Ralph, but Ralph crawls towards Quattro. But before the count of three, Quattro reaches the rope. He has his foot on the bottom rope to break the pin. At one point, Ralph pulls the referee towards Quattro, who hits the referee, which gives the twins a chance to enter the ring and attack the Lightbringer. The twins do attack the Lightbringer, has him in their grasp, and hands Ralph his title belt. But instead of attacking Quattro with the belt, it would be Ralph hitting Logan, hitting Johan with the belt itself and told them they can get the hell out of here because he can finish this match. He can win it on his own. Both men delivers clotheslines to each other. And then there's a dropkick by Quattro. Quattro with a springboard DDT, but it only gets a two. There's a Laban Quattro chant. There's a Let's Go Ralph chant. They're dueling inside a Powermax Center as the final minutes of this match was underway. Quattro connects with a Destino, but it only, yet again, 
reaches at the count of two. And after almost four or five hours watching this show, everyone was all lit up. Everyone was alive at this match because, my God, the stakes were high and the tension was so friggin' high. You forgot that you were even inside the Power Max Center since two o'clock because these guys were putting on a performance of the lifetime in this main event. Ralph gets a bit frustrated, grabs the belt, and tries to walk out of ringside with the belt. But one by one, his former victims drop by ringside to prevent him. First, there was Mahaba. Then you'd see Bombay. Then you'd see Zayden. Then, as a symbol of Miguel Rosales, who's now in Singapore, it'll be Joey Bax. Soon, you'd see Evan Carlo. And finally, Nina who will stop Ralph from exiting the ringside area and continuing this one-on-one -on -one championship match because a lot is on the line here. Quattro eventually gets the win after delivering a Senketsu. And then he tries to go for a Destino but gets blocked. But instead of a Destino, he delivers an impact inverted DDT, downs Ralph. Brings him up. Finally, he hits the Destino. One, two, three. The streak of Path of Gold winners casting in at Revolution X stands now at 4-0. As the new PWR Campeon ng Pilipinas name is Quattro. Everyone was jubilant. Everyone was celebrating in the ring with Quattro. And a few moments later, we heard someone's voice calling out Quattro and outsidering we saw Ralph with a mic and finally he says the best pure wrestler in the Philippines today is Quattro before he drops the mic and leaves ringside and that was a very awesome way to end Revolution X a new era of PWR has started with the reign of Quattro so, first and foremost, we would like to congratulate Quattro for getting this victory, this hard-earned, well-deserved victory against Ralph Imabayashi for the PWR Championship title. And all in all, you know what? PWR Revolution X 2019 was one for the books. It was amazing from start to finish, from the surprise guest entries to the surprise returns to hell. To the surprise wins and turns. Man, it was a roller coaster of emotion right there. While it was long, my god, the main event woke everyone up to their feet. And that's how a main event is. So props once more to Quattro and Ralph for putting on one hell of a main event match. It was worthy to be called the main event for the biggest PWR event of the year which is Revolution X. And uh, of course, we should not forget to thank the men and women behind PWR for putting up this amazing show last Sunday at the PowerMax Center. You know, it's been going on for five years, so not only do I greet this to PWR, but I greet this to the whole scene in the Philippines, the whole pro wrestling scene in the Philippines. Happy five years. And may you have five, no, ten, no, maybe 50 more years here you know, doing the best Philippine pro wrestling 
that you can offer that goes for everyone in the scene and that's it for my review of revolution x 2019 i hope you enjoyed it i hope it wasn't that long now you can always hit me up on the facebook of jobber talk that's facebook.com slash jobber talk you can also help this show and and the site unsuck by being a monthly patron is that even active i don't know but i'll give you the link anyway it's patreon.com slash channel 14 Follow us on the Twitter at CH14, all letters, no numbers. We have other shows like Radio Norm, Third World Gaming, Third World Linux, and Bodega Nights. And that's it, friends. Till next time. (laughs) 